This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Hello, America, and welcome to the program. Well, I saw an interview with Ted Kennedy uh, yesterday on Yahoo. Uh, And I know you're thinking, wait a minute, Ted Kennedy is dead. Is he? Is he? Ted Kennedy versus Ronald Reagan. Right now. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I will make a stand. I will raise my voice. I will hold your hand. we are one. I will beat my drum. I have made my choice. We will overcome. Hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. I want to talk to you about being intellectually honest and having intellectual integrity. That is a hard thing to do, to, um, especially in a world that does not accept nuance. You have to be a bomb thrower in today's world. You cannot, you cannot expect anyone to understand nuance. But I'm sorry, we have to talk about nuance. And what that nuance is uh, means this is where this is this is the nuance. Think of this. This how this how far down the road we are. Here's the nuance. Take off your frickin' team jersey shirt. Take off the jersey. Take it off. You're not on a team. You have to have intellectual honesty and integrity. Take off the team jersey. Because if you've listened to me, you've heard me say a million times, you're not going to recognize the world. Now, Pat, if I said to you, I said that, and people were like, okay, I won't recognize my country. I get it. I get it. Did you really get it when I said that 10 years ago? No. 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 I didn't even get it 10 years ago. I didn't even. I said everything that you think is solid will be liquid and vice versa. That's pretty intense, but I didn't even think it would come as far as it has come in the last eight years, where you just can't believe what's happening. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday, I saw something that is even further down this road. The right has become Ted Kennedy. And the left is starting to sound like Ronald Reagan. 
Yesterday, Dana Rohrbacher, who is great on border. He is great on the border. He was the guy who really was... He's the, he's the one who fought so hard for Ramos and Campion. Right, he was the border tip agents. of the spear. Mm-hmm. Nobody else got them out except Dana Rohrbacher, okay? He is great on certain things. Holy cow, I'm, I'm watching a, 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 a Yahoo interview yesterday with Dana Rohrbacher, who is being considered to be the Secretary of State, and all of a sudden it becomes very clear on why he's all of a sudden this, you know, congressman is being considered for the Secretary of State role. Listen to Ted Kennedy a.k.a. Dana Rohrbacher. Well, well, let's call a spade a spade. You talk about human rights abusers in China. Much can be said about Russia as well. Oh, baloney. Where do you come from? I come from the former Soviet Union. That's where I came from. I came here as a political refugee. Okay. okay. (laughs) That is such an awesome moment. Okay, so... For her. her. Not for him. Not for him. Right. So she's saying... They're talking about Russia. Can you, can you, you know, you're talking about how bad China is, and, but, but Russia, it, a lot can be said for the human rights abuses in Russia. Yeah. He immediately goes to, what are your qualifications? Oh, where are you from? Um, the former Soviet Union, <laughs> my parents were political refugees. They escaped the Soviet Union when she was a toddler. And came to the United States. So they didn't come for the success or the money or the fame or just because. They came for the freedom. Listen. That, that's where I came from. What, what, what country did you say? You I came come from? from the former Soviet Union, from Moldova. Oh, well, that's good. And then, you, then the audience knows you're biased. I'm biased. Of- Stop! Wow. Oh, my gosh. Ted Kennedy is alive. <laughs> so now we know your bias. If anything, that would make her biased against communism, right? Like yes. it would be against yeah. uh, for yes. freedom, right? Biased for freedom. <laughs> How many times have we talked to people who lived in the former Soviet Union and they're all scared out of their minds? Yeah, I mean, their attitude is is always so refreshing in yes. this country because they because they, they, they actually it, they see, see the downsides. Right. They're the ones saying Fidel Castro is evil. Yeah. And it is always the Michael Moore, like, oh, you're from Cuba. Okay, I know you're biased. Uh, this is our side saying that now. I'm an American yeah. citizen who was born in a foreign no, country? Yeah, yeah. When you start saying that Russia should be, is, has, you're trying, do you know that there have been no political reforms in China? None? I'm not, say, I'm not advocating that China be our best friend. I'm talking no, to you about you Russia said, right you now. You just said that Russia and China are the same. No, and I'm sorry. They, I said not. they're both human you rights said, abusers. How would, am I wrong? Oh, how are you wrong? In China, they don't have an opposition. Russia is an accused have, of murdering journalists. Uh, okay, look. You can no. I'll let the public decide for that last comment where you're coming from. Stop. And I've decided. I have decided. She's accurate. Dana Rohrbacher is off Vladimir rails. I mean, Vladimir that's... Putin kills, wow. kills members of the press, kills anyone who stands opposed to them, destroys companies and destroys the CEOs of companies and then takes them over. If some CEO stands against Vladimir Putin, he first runs them through the mud. Then 
they either escape because he never forgets and he ends up killing them overseas or he puts them in jail and then the state under his watch takes the company over. If you oppose him as a journalist, he kills you. Dana Rohrbach, the possible next Secretary of State, is defending Vladimir Putin and Russia and their human rights abuses. All of a sudden, it's Republicans who are now saying, uh, by the way, the 80s called and they want their their policy policy back. back. Yeah, there's a story in Politico from just a couple weeks ago. uh, Putin's favorite congressman, which is Dana Rohrbacher, Again, I, I, you know, I, I, I see sure. why this this yeah. congressman who we have liked on several things and is good on he's several never things. never been a big high profile guy, no. per se. Uh, he's, uh, he's, why know. did this unknown congressman all of a sudden, well, Putin's favorite congressman now all of a sudden pulled out from nowhere to become the secretary of state? It was an odd choice. It was an it's an odd call. It makes total sense now. If you don't think Russia is involved, you're out of your mind. Listen to it. By the way, it goes on. Mm -hmm. Bottom line is, what's good for America is to prioritize, as I did when I worked with Ronald Reagan. I wrote most of his speeches. And what would Ronald Reagan issue. think about your thoughts? He would about love it. Vladimir Putin. Would, maybe you forgot that Ronald Reagan was the it? one who reached out to Gorbachev for this. Are you comparing Gorbachev to Vladimir Putin? Absolutely, I am. You are. Fact oh is, God. yeah. Do you know why? Why? Because they're both leaders of a, of a very powerful country that we need to be friends with if we're going to have peace in the world. He called them an evil empire. Yeah, he called them an evil empire. <laughs> he didn't say that they were great. He called them an evil empire. Oh, wow. He knew what evil was. Wow. He knew what evil was. You could say, you know, Vladimir Putin is a change maker because that's what he said about Gorbachev. Gorbachev is the leader of this. And Mr. Gorbachev, I know who you are. Tear down this wall. That's what he was saying. He was strengthening him as a person while calling out the evil and not assigning that evil to the person. It gave him a place to go. They're saying Putin is good and Russia is good. No, it's not. No, it's not. The people are good and the people are oppressed under an oligarch. But I mean, this fits the the profile of the administration, right? And and I mean, it, I mean that in a like. It, it makes sense to make a pick like this. Here's a guy who's known for two major things, which is being good and on tough the on the border and uh, maybe not taking Russia all that uh, seriously as a threat. It, it would make sense. Makes sense for the profile of the administration. I, I, you know, I don't agree with him on the Russia part, but again, like if you're Trump, don't you want someone who's going to execute your vision? Yes. And yes. we keep talking about Mitt Romney, which makes no sense no at sense. all. If you, Which the only reason why I was for Mitt Romney is because, to me, it would have proven that the link to Russia was not real. Because Mitt Romney knows exactly who Russia is and would not screw around with Russia. Mm-hmm. Would not screw around with Russia. He would deal with Russia, but he would deal from a position of strength with Russia. He would not get into bed with Russia. Rohrbacher is. Rohrbacher's already in bed with Russia. And when you look, I'm sorry, 
But if this is if this is what the conservative movement is about, Ronald Reagan is dead. His spirit is dead. His his legacy is dead in the Republican Party. If the Republican Party says, I looked into Pootie Poot's eyes, we all used to make fun of George Bush for that. We all knew that Putin, yeah, Putin was, was evil. evil. If we're going to get to in bed with another brutal dictator who is playing three or four or seven dimensional chess against us, we're I, I want nothing to do. I, there, I, I am a libertarian. Well, I'm giving There's it. no way. I don't know what. I'm not a libertarian because the libertarians even piss me off. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I am because I don't know what it means to be a Christian anymore. I don't know what it means to be conservative anymore. I don't know what it means to be a Republican. I don't with Gary Johnson and John, John Weld, or what's his name? Bill, Bill Weld. I don't know what it means to be a libertarian I, 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 I don't know. Well, I'll give you another example of this, how far we've come. Um, you mentioned yesterday the story, and everyone, every, every Republican, every conservative quotes this story from right after Barack Obama gets elected. We get the story from Newsweek. We're all socialists now. Yes. And our reaction to that is, this is infuriating. We're not all socialists. First of all, you know, yeah, he won 54 percent, but there's a huge amount of people who voted against him. And I'm not a socialist. Forget it. We, we were angry about it. And the, so... I went back and I decided to forget not only, only about the headline, go back and actually read the story for a second. It is the most unbelievable. It's as if the author had a time machine and went into the future before he wrote the article. They go into talking about the topic is the one trillion dollar stimulus. Program. No, no, the 787. Sorry, 787. They, they classify that as the nearly one trillion dollar stimulus right. plan. And they're talking they recognize in the article. Uh, as opposed to the headline, that not everyone is a socialist. There's still people pushing back really hard. And they decide to go for an example in Congress to try to find somebody of that. Who's they, pushing back? Pushing back. It, they classify, they're looking for the vociferous foe of President Obama's nearly $1 trillion stimulus. Now, again, we talked about with Rohrabacher. Why are you plucking this one random guy out of Congress? You know, Why? They pick one random guy, and the reason they pick this random guy is because he's the conservative guy. He's the guy that won't bend on these things. A stimulus program? He's a nut job, crazy conservative that won't even consider Barack Obama's stimulus plan. The name, Indiana Congressman Mike Pence. That is the guy they used as the example of the crazy conservative who would never go along with a nearly $1 trillion stimulus plan, which brings up the idea that maybe his problem with it was it wasn't actually $1 trillion. Maybe it was a little too tiny. Can you you say, can you read the quote? I mean, yeah, that was, I mean, uh, he was on an interview with Fox News Channel. Uh, end of the segment, coming with Indiana Congressman Mike Pence, the chair of the House Republican Conference and a vociferous foe of President Obama's nearly $1 trillion stimulus program. The article in the interview goes on to call it socialism, uh, bashing all the pieces of the, uh, of the uh, uh, you know, the, you know you, as they typically do with these things, they find the, you know, they have $50 million on turtle tunnels or whatever the example is. Read the, the quotes. Just read it. <laughs> Just read it. I, my eyes are. 
You know, sometimes your eyes get blurry. People should just Google it and they can read it for themselves. But like, you know, sometimes vision, there's, look, everyone has. Get some eye drops in here for you. I'm getting old, man. There seems to be a reason I should Google this. What? Just read the damn thing. Read the the quotes. Read the first paragraph. Read the quotes. I just don't know why that's necessary. Is it still blurry? God, I'm going to take a break before I lose my mind. Oh, it's Um, it's time for break. You're right. Yeah, it yeah, is wow. time for a break. Wow, look, Natasha's over there really upset. Gosh, hey, look at she's this. This oh, is got this time is... to break. But I mean, you come want on. the truth, America? <laughs> no, you don't. You don't want the truth. Um, and now this. It's the uh, end of another day. The kids are asleep. You checked your email one last night. Crawl into the most comfortable bed you've ever slept on. Get a Casper mattress. Casper mattress. I love it. I think you will too. You can decide after trying it for a hundred nights. Casper was invented with two high-tech foams that guarantee that you sleep cool and comfortable with all the support that you need. Time Magazine named it one of the best inventions of 2015. Your Casper mattress ships free. Try one in your home for 100 nights risk-free, and if you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund everything. Go to Casper.com. Use the promo code BECK at $50 off the purchase of your mattress. Terms and conditions do apply. It's Casper.com. Offer code BECK. $50 off the purchase of your mattress. Casper.com. Offer code BECK. Glenn Beck. Want to see Glenn live? If you're coming to Texas, you can. Join us at Mercury Studios in Dallas for a taping of Glenn's television show. To reserve your seat, email tickets at glennbeck.com with your information. That's tickets at glennbeck.com. Mercury. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. Gloria, 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 you're wrong, and I hate to tell you this, but you are, and this is what you're missing. Right? You were right when you said that we are in America 2.0. We are. We yes. are part of the global progressive movement. That's yes. where these progressives have, have actually led us towards. Now, yes. Trump is a nationalist, and also is Putin. Putin and Trump are both nationalists. So uh-huh. you're right when you say that there are teams. There's a global team and there's a nationalist team. So what, what are we wrong about? What are we wrong about here, Ben? Because I agree uh, with everything you just said. All right. Well, what you're wrong on is you're, you're looking at it too small. When well, you look at I, Trump, you have to look at a, lar- a larger global picture. Yes, I, I do. 
I, I look at this here, Ben. What, here's what I look at it: that we are fighting World War II all over again, except we're not America this time. Um, right. There is, there is, and what Putin is doing, and I won't even bring it. You, you can draw your own conclusions. What Putin is is he is a nationalist. He is a nationalist oligarch, or you could call him a national socialist. He believes in a giant government that has the safety nets and has everything, but he is a nationalist. Yeah. Um, he is a neo-Eurasian, if you actually want to um, uh, be technical on it, uh, because All he right. believes that national socialism doesn't work because it was discredited by Hitler. But what now. happened was, what happened before Ben was we had international communism going against national socialism. We are in exactly yeah. the same fight, and no, no, you're no. trying to. T- no, we're not. You're looking at Trump wrong. <laughs> Right. It's not that to do with Trump, doesn't it? I mean, we're talking about, first of all, we're talking about Rohrbacher. Right. But it isn't even a Trump right. topic. Let him talk. Listen and you'll learn. Okay, I'm listening right. to Ben from Missouri. Trump is exactly what we need, and I'll explain why. Oh, Trump, gosh. Yes, please Trump teach us. Trump is a nationalist. But uh-huh. he is a nationalist that's going to slowly take us away from the progressive uh we well, you would now. have to be. You would have, have to be, be not a progressive. You have to not be a progressive. You'd have to say, say things like, so. "If I'm going to slowly reverse things, you might do a 500 billion dollar stimulus package, not a bigger stimulus package at a trillion dollars than the progressives did the last administration." But thanks for teaching me, Ben. I appreciate it. <laughs> the call is next. The Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. program got to start over again and uh i'm gonna move on no i, I can't uh, move on i'm too pissed off at that last call from ben that is i i mean i i'm so tired of hearing this nationalist or internationalist or globalist, globalist or anti-globalist none of that matters are they constitutionalists the constitution is what nobody's paying any attention to the constitution is where you find out you can't spend a tri- trillion dollars on a stimulus plan yeah but you can spend 787 or 787 well you could spend you or could spend a dollar 50 you can't do that the constitution is where you find out you don't just uh, replace obamacare with some other socialist program it's not in the constitution the constitution is where you go to to find out that we we don't spend trillions of dollars on the environment on the, on the, the climate trying to change the freaking climate on this planet that has been in existence for four and a half billion years did that please liberals four and a half billion years i didn't say seven thousand and the constitution is where you find out that we don't do any of those things and nobody's paying attention to the constitution that's what's going to save this country that's what stops globalism that's, it's, and that is all of that stuff. all that nationalism is is protectionism yeah. 
The thing that will protect America is the Constitution of the United States. Not a man. It's not any the, other idea. The principles of trade, of free trade, of, of free market, of all of these concepts that made America great in the first place. I'm, I'm so tired of this geopolitical bullcrap. Who cares if, if they're nationalist or if they're uh, internationalist? Pay attention to the Constitution. Because that's your guideline. The Constitution stops globalists in its tracks. Does. At the same time. By its very nature. It stops progressivism in its tracks. Why do you think they don't want to ever pass a, a constitutional amendment? Why do you think they want direct democracy? Because they cannot get around the Constitution of the United States. Why do you think they want judges that are not strict constitutionalists? Because it stops progressivism and globalism in its tracks. That's why they've they gone by case law for a hundred years. Case law, so that they can refer to some other crappy decision they made 20 years ago, and they don't have to refer to the U.S. Constitution that was written 230 years ago. It, it, it stops all of that madness, and all anybody wants to talk, well, but they were doing a nationalist, a, a socialist, we're doing a, a na- international globalist, anti-globalist, nationalist. Thing. No! Constitution. The Constitution is the only thing that matters. The Constitution, and quite honestly, God. Yes. And the Constitution. Right. Are the only things you need. And if you eliminate the God part of that, then the Constitution is not adequate well, if, to, to govern the people. If you eliminate the God part of it and you do what progressives have done and eliminate the Declaration of Independence as well, you're done. Yeah. You're done. You cannot separate God, the Constitution, and the Declaration of Independence. You should, you should do that. Uh, you know, top of the hour. Do we have a guest on the top of the hour? Give me a chalkboard, because <laughs> I am going to write out the cons. I'm going to teach you really something good. about the Constitution really that you don't know that everybody needs to understand. I'm not sure it'll be as as brilliant a lesson as Ben taught us about, no. about nationalists and globalists and all of that stuff. I, can't, can I, <laughs> I really don't feel. I feel. You know, everybody mocks me for. I mean, um, I was with Nightline. By the way, Nightline tonight. On ABC, they're doing a uh, segment or so on me, um, and they came down, and, you know, we'll see how it was edited. Oh, yeah, do you know how long it's going to be? Is no, it? I don't. Okay. Ten minutes, maybe, I don't know. It's a half-hour show, so. Um, the, um, uh, they spent 12 or 13 hours with me, spent all day with me. Um, and we were driving home, and I doubt any of this is going to be in, but it was uh, Byron, the anchor, the co-anchor of Nightline, was down, and we were driving, and I was driving in one of my old trucks. And um, he said, how old is this car, this truck? And I said, I don't know, 1972 maybe? And he said, what is it with you and the connection to all he said everything you have is old everything everything around you is old or looks old and you have this old spirit jeffy first of all i mean that's a good example yeah i know i keep an antique like jeffy around Mm -hmm. me um 
here's 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 really what it is. I, I just I just realized it just now. I don't feel like I feel fit in these times anymore. I really don't feel like I fit in these times. That, those were one of the last words of Calvin Coolidge. I do not believe I fit in these days. I, I, maybe I'm a throwback. Maybe I'm a, a, a relic. Or maybe I'm ahead of my time. I'm not sure which it is, but I don't fit right now. And I'm happy for that. I am happy for that. Can I give you another throwback to the old days? Because uh, you mentioned the Constitution. You mentioned uh, faith, mm-hmm. uh, God. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are these are old timey concepts, dusty old documents. Uh, I need two chalkboards before he pisses me off anymore. Oh no, this is this is just something I think that we all have to think about as we go through this change. And I think Ben brings up a really good point when we talk about globalism versus nationalism. Uh, you know, while I prioritize um, the United States because I'm I'm an American. And I don't know, does that make you a nationalist? I don't think so. Prioritizing your own country is what, your own, what you're supposed to do in your own it's country. Prioritizing your interest. It's human. We seem to be crossing a line, however, here. The, my entire life, one of the things I've loved about the Constitution and capitalism in particular is the fact that these concepts that we talk about are not just good for America. We've for ripped through mm-hmm. two to three billion people out of poverty with these concepts. We've done more in the last 200 years for the earth that has ever been done by anyone because of the beliefs that we have that are tied directly to and flow from the Constitution. These are not localized concepts. They're concepts that free people and save billions of lives. And when you go back and you think about what is your moral responsibility as a human being, forget the political parts of this. Your moral responsibility for a human being, I've always seen that as growing right out of the Constitution. And obviously, there's an, old, an older book uh, that is even dustier, that we ignore even more, that these concepts grow out of. And when you're talking about saving people and giving them the chance to live their lives in a free way, we seem to be forgetting that these concept, concepts do that. And we seem to be crossing a line as uh, better for us and good, the rest of the world suffers. Good, who cares what happens to them? I, it, yes, I prioritize my country. Yes, absolutely. And there is that national. There's nothing wrong with that because you have to know. take care of yourself first. You have to, so to be able to help, help others. others. But this is not to make it's enemies the out of these governments. We it want to help other right. people. We want people to survive and to eat. And But it is not the government's place yes. constitutionally to help other countries absolutely we do it it's why we are so charitable that didn't just pop up what? we're not unique we're not born unique we grew up in a unique system with a unique constitution the first time in human history these concepts that you are equal to the baby next to you in the bassinet in the hospital or on the kitchen table being born in the house down in the next farm. You're exactly the same. You have the same rights. You have the same powers. You don't have the same ability or outcome, but you have the same rights to try. You also have the same responsibility to help to help heal the earth, not 
uh, divide the earth, to help heal the people, not divide the people. You have that responsibility. The government doesn't. The government is set up to protect your right to protect what you want to protect and do and and pursue. You don't have the right to shove anything down anybody else's throats. But the problem is we've we've the 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 two dusty documents that Stu talked about, one being the Bible, the other constitution. Oh, we've worked so hard. <laughs> Surprise! Surprise. Uh, progressives have worked so hard for over the last hundred plus years to separate them, on and they both can't sides on both sides separated. On both progressives sides. on both sides. Yeah, I'm not Read saying the book liars and Republicans. Progressives have worked so hard, and they've successfully separated them to the point where we believe it's part of our principle to have them completely separate. Do you remember what I said? We are repeating the election of Woodrow Wilson. We're repeating the election of Woodrow Wilson. What was that election? One of the parties was Theodore Roosevelt, a nationalist, a guy who believed deeply in the United States of America, is as red, white, and blue, and conservatives love him because he was a nationalist who didn't believe in hyphenated Americans. He believed in borders. He believed in all those things. That was a discussion on talk radio at the time. Yep. You're what you're right. missing about Teddy is. <laughs> right. He's a nationalist. Right. Woodrow's an internationalist. He's a globalist. That was happening on radio. But anyway, um, so... The other been invented yet, was Bob. an internationalist right, and a progressive that took America's breath away. And the guy and so, in between, Taft, was just discounted. Just discounted. Just bubba. And because Taft was in it, the international uh, socialist or progressive, they changed it from socialist to progressive. Mm-hmm. They did that intentionally. They, it was a... National Socialist under Teddy Roosevelt, the the word progressive is just, all it means, all it means is socialism or communism without the revolution. Now, it may not mean that now, but that's what it meant then. We don't want bloody revolution on the streets. Just patient communists. We will make make progressive little steps. So the progressive on the right, Teddy Roosevelt who believed in big government and is the guy who started it all. And borders? Read some of his quotes on borders. You oh, my gosh. love his stuff on the internet. All right. Then he was the nationalist. Yeah. And Woodrow Wilson was the internationalist. We're going to meddle in everybody's business through an international organization. Teddy Roosevelt was, I'm going to meddle in everybody's business through the United States of America. Neither of them were constitutionalists. And it's the same argument we're having now. We are arguing between Roosevelt and Wilson. That's who your, that's who your sides are. Exactly where do we you were. want Roosevelt or do you want Wilson? And if I hear another person say to me that they are a true conservative that they are a true constitutionalist, and they are rooting for Theodore Roosevelt, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'll school you. Because you don't know the history of your own country. I am not a 20th century or 21st century progressive 
Conservatives have become it. I won't have anything to do with it. Back in a second. Let's, we'll learn about the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, things that you've never heard before, I think, coming up in a second. I almost guarantee you that. Blinds.com. Having friends and family over for the holidays? Replace your broken, worn-out blinds at blinds.com. Reduce, um, uh, uh, redecorate the entire house. That's what it's going to look like. You just change the window treatments, and it totally changes the room. Right now, they're having one of the biggest sales of the year, up to 25% off site-wide, plus a $50 Home Depot e-gift card on qualifying purchases. Blinds.com. Wow, I kind of used that because I could have went and bought the hammer and the screwdriver and the measuring tape and everything with that. Anyway, 25% off site-wide at Blinds.com plus $50 Home Depot e-card gift certificate for the qualifying purchases. Blinds.com makes it easy. And for a limited time, save the 25% off site-wide when you go to Blinds.com and use the promo code BECK. It's $50 Home Depot e-gift card and qualifying orders while supplies last and 25% off site-wide. It's Blinds.com. Shades, curtains, shutters, drapes. Blinds.com, promo code BECK, rules and restrictions do apply. Glenn Beck program. Triple eight seven two seven back Mercury. is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, Glenn's on a tirade right now. <laughs> I am feverishly. Curious. I am at the chalkboard, and I am. <laughs> oh, we're going to get a lesson next hour. Oh, we're going to get one. All right, and I've heard this lesson. It's, it's, it's really good. It's, that, it's, a, it's a tie-in between the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. And it is something you, most people don't know, and it is fantastic. Now, you, you found a stat. You were just talking about how we've, you know, how the United States Constitution is responsible for helping pull billions of people out of poverty. Uh, and you found a, uh, a statistic from just the recent past. Right. I mean, because you know, people are using globalism as if it's the new N-word. It's changing meanings. It used to be that you were, you know, there's a certainly amount of people who don't care about their own country, don't care about going a borderless world. But if you prioritize your country and still care and want those principles to help others, the, the constitutional principles we talk about all the time to help others, that's not a globalist. All mm. of a sudden, it's, it's some sort of pejorative thing. Think about this. Since 1970, so less than half a century, since 1970, the percentage of world's population living in starvation levels has declined by 80%. Yeah, but, but only 80%. That is if we didn't have America in the way, it would have been more like 150%. <laughs> if we didn't have America in the way, all those people would have died a lot. Yeah, if we could have just had more socialism, <laughs> we, could have, we could have changed. Because the world was on the road to, mm, to right. eliminating poverty, you know, in, in the 1700s. Mm. Oh, weren't they, though? Yeah. yeah, and they were in 1930 as well. 1930, look how well all of those socialist, communist, progressive countries have done. Oh, great. I mean, look at at how many people have been pulled out of poverty by France. 